All right. Welcome to another episode of The Side Eye. It's been a while. It has been too long. Has it? Has it? Has it been long? Has uh, it been last long? last episode was a uh, Renaissance deep dive. So okay, so that's probably been a while. A month, maybe. <laughs> maybe about at least three, probably two or three weeks at least. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that's not too bad. Uh, we hope we haven't left y'all waiting too long. Uh, if not, uh, you know, come back home, sit down, and listen. Uh, so we are back once again with another episode. I am. Robert Brown, Uptown Bobby, whatever you want to call me. Uh, and I am uh, K. Clark. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm plug, plug, plug the artist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm rehearsing. Uh, well, I'm rehearsing it in, as ever since because we got a thing in New Orleans Thursday. So. Okay. Yeah. So yes, the the one and only Afro sensei. <laughs> uh. So yeah, so we're just here back here getting in the fold of it, uh, easing our way back into our routine. So I guess the first thing we can cover is the most recent, which was the Emmys last night, which is weird because I thought I thought that stuff came on Sundays, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't watch award shows. I find the shit to be really boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be into it when I was younger. Uh, my favorite was the BET Awards and the VMAs, but uh, the Emmys and the Oscars and the Golden Globes, they were always too stuffy for me, too too formal, like, y'all taking yourselves way too seriously for, like, TV and movies to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's celebrity culture. Uh, people really don't flock to it like they used to. I don't know what the ratings look like, but outside mm-hmm. of just highlights and moments, like, that's it's really all people care about because this stuff usually be like three hours, yeah. Um, and no, and nobody has an attention span for that anymore. So uh, basically, we just wait for the highlights. And the big highlights were uh, Abbott Elementary winning a lot. Uh, Shirley Ralph won. I didn't even know she was nominated. What was she nominated for? The uh, best supporting actress. And that was a big deal too because she was the first black woman to win since Jack Hay back in uh, the eighties. Oh wow, that's, that's that's a lifetime ago almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's interesting that she was nominated for best supporting actress to me, and not the principal, because I felt like the principal get more screen time. But mm-hmm. I mean, the crowd could make either, either either of them probably, but you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a good win for her. That's a good win for ABC. Uh, and uh, they put a lot into that show. Uh, they gave it a chance and. It's working out for him. It's a hit. And uh new season starts uh, next week. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh hopefully I can keep up with it uh and follow through on it. But it's it's a hilarious show. Uh also uh Zendaya won. Yeah, yeah, for Euphoria. Deserved. I mean she did a good job uh, this season. Both I've seasons, but I mean this season. I mean it's it's a it's a lot it's a it's a lot. <laughs> you know, it's like all the sex and the drugs and everything. And someone made the point because a lot because a lot of one criticism of, of Euphoria is that uh, they say that you know well it's not totally accurate of how Gen Z really is because technically compared to earlier generations, gen, gen, older generation old generations Gen Z they have less sex, they do less drugs, drink less alcohol. It's like a lot less of the uh, I guess you can call um, American pie behavior <laughs> than previous generations, but 
someone made a point, I think this is kind of true, that the reason why they make it so out there and so big is it's, 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 for, it's not for Gen Z, it's for, I guess, us or, or, or us or Gen X viewers to sort of remind us of how everything felt during adolescence, that those big emotions, basically. That's kind of like a half truth. Like, cause so, one, man. how would you know? Like, how would you know what Gen Z does if you're not Gen Z? Well, no, like, I, I wasn't statistically. They say no, no, that. No. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But those like are empty if you're not like actually a uh, Gen Zer. Like, because I work with middle schoolers every day, and they absorb so much social media and TikTok and stuff that they know stuff that. I mean, granted, it's like kind of like the same stuff we knew about because we would sneak and watch like real sex and stuff, but. That would be like undressed, right? Undressed stuff like that, and MTV. But they like they're on a constant loop of this twenty four seven. Like I mm. had a kid ask me about, ask me did I have OnlyFans, and they like in the sixth grade, mm. you know. So it's just mm. like it, it, yeah. it's accelerated. So like it's a, a whole new world. So, yeah, yeah. So they they could be doing that stuff. Like I think it's corny to be like, oh, that's not how they really act. If you're like older than Gen Z, and yeah, then the show yeah, is written. And the show is written by like forty year olds, so of course yeah. it's going to be like uh, dramatic and over the top because that's how they were when they were in school or whatever. Yeah, that's true. But that's something I, I thought about. It. That's that stood out to me because it's been a common critique of the show was that it's not necessarily uh, portraying Gen Z uh, reality, I guess. But yeah, so surely it's in day one. Uh, I guess it's Succession won a couple of awards. Uh, White Lotus has once won, I think they won the most awards of the night. Squid Game won an award. Uh, I forgot for what, but they made history too. So that's a good win for um, Korea, uh, Korean dramas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure Netflix was happy with that. Yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul, you know, snubbed across the board. Which, you, know, <laughs> you know, it was just uh, a shame because I, 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 I watched it all the way through and it's a good show. But I think maybe it's because like, it, it does belong to that sort of like uh anti-hero complicated white man era and maybe that's why it's is it's not guaranteed it's not getting as much press as it, it's not getting as maybe the award attention that it may have gotten maybe 10 years ago but then again the succession I, won awards and so and that's full of you know right, crazy, right. crazy white folks right. so. <laughs> yeah that's nothing but white people i think mm-hmm. it's just the, i think it's one because it's not the cult hit like breaking bad was like it's the Breaking Bad universe, but it's like not as highly uh, toted, you know. I and think it's, it's sh- I think it's, it may be the better show actually between the two. Oh wow! So that yeah, so that's, that's that. how, yeah, I think that's how it's going. And then um, what am I gonna say? Oh, and then like it's on AMC. I, I don't think a lot of people even watch cable like anymore, so it's kind of tricky too. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as that too, but I think it's uh I think it's it being nominated is a, is a success depending on like c- compared to the stuff I just said you know because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't don't stream AMC um uh, you have that most people who watch it probably have cable I'm, I'm pretty sure like the the audience for Better Better Call Saul is like thirty five <laughs> oh Better Call Saul yeah that 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 whole audience is like thirty five and oh so it's probably. not like it's not it's not like a sexy show you know. Like, because yeah. you think about all the shows that were nominated, they're like uh, a lot of people flock to. They came on network, like network TV, and then they were streamed. And then, like, AMC is kind of like in that middle because it comes on like cable. 
So it's like you, but you could stream it on on uh, on Amazon. So I watched it on Prime. So like the new seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Okay. But mm, who knows? But <laughs> either but yeah, way, I, like, I think I think I think it'll hold up over time. Just looking back at it. Oh, it's, yeah. it's going. It's going to continue. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's well successful, but but it's not like. Uh, it's not something people. It's not a trending show. That's the thing. It doesn't yeah, trend. It's not. It wasn't the phenomenon that Breaking Bad was. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with it. Like mm-hmm. if, if the show don't trend, nobody cares about it. It's like this. Oh, that come on. So. So that's uh, one thing. Kind of like Black Monday, which was a shame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's definitely not going to trend. Like. Well, well, like got, yeah, canceled. So. Right. It's it's for uh, it's it's just people. Uh, if it's, if if people can't get memes from it and they can't get gifts and it's not like uh the talk of the timeline it kind of like it just it, it comes on and it you know it comes on quietly mm-hmm. or it's a hit you know it, it it like ratings don't ratings are half the battle now yeah i i, I thought for me that was it's a pretty it was a pretty, pretty uh memeable show uh, black monday uh, just because of the subject matter and, and when it was set, I mean, Wall Street eighties. I mean, it, they they the means probably practically make themselves, you know. Uh, plus with Regina Hall and and Don Cheadle, I mean, you know. But at first I thought I thought the show ended because the last episode was on uh, New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety. So I think okay, well the eighties over, so yes, the show was over, but it, it got canceled. But yeah, it probably just a cost issue. Like a lot yeah. of these networks cancel shows because like expenses now. Mm-hmm. Like net, like Netflix, notorious for it. Especially if, like they don't feel like they're getting a return. They're like, eh, this isn't worth it. Because I'm kind of glad that the wire came on when it did. Because I feel like if the wire came on now, it probably probably get canceled. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, but I think with HBO, they tend to stick with stuff that that is yeah, like that give us a chance, lo- lo- low key. Uh, yeah, so maybe so. Right. Yeah, that's true. But oh well. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was the Emmys. That was latest thing. Uh, let's guess we can, we can stick with uh, TV um, or streaming because one series that has got some attention uh, on Hulu is the series Mike, starring uh, Trevante Rhodes as Mike Tyson, and it's uh, it basically explores um, his uh, life story uh, from his childhood to when he becomes a champ through all the ups and downs, the controversies, and everything um i'm not sure where it's, where it's going to end up at right now at least the last episode i saw was episode six but it takes it kind of it takes place in 2017 when he, when he did his um sort of one man show looking at his life and they sort of use that to kind of go 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 through it and, and out the timeline from the past to the present and everything like that so um uh i guess i get my initial thoughts about it i, I like it overall i know the real life tyson has spoken out against it uh but I think Trevante does a good job in terms of like he, he got the the list down. He has like the the, the body movement down, the way that's that's sort of sort of a social awkwardness, but also that 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 menacing quality. I'd say uh, that that he might can have if you you know come at him wrong. <laughs> uh, he I think he, he kind of embodied all of that. Um, really, I mean the first couple episodes, maybe like, like dang, I wish you grew up in the suburbs. Cause like you just like I mean you know just because it's just like or, or I wish you grew up in, a, in a, not even just in the suburbs but just in a, in, a, in like a, an environment where somebody had your best interest at heart or like had you had you because like he is you know his daddy wasn't around 
Because Mama made she may have started off that way, but pretty soon, you know, she was in abusive relationships and they was moving around all the time. And then she had, ended up having like, you know, do whatever she had to do, you know, whether it was, you know, uh, survival sex or uh, just staying with men that were abusive because they had, there was a roof over their heads to like provide. And then by that point, he was running with a bad crowd, but then he was already getting beat up at home and in school and the street. And so then that returned to Robin and that turned to like seeing one of his friends get shot. And it's, it's just like trauma on trauma on trauma on trauma, you know? Um, and so as and then the pigeon incident when the, when that kid ripped, ripped his favorite pigeon's head off was the one that really uh, was the first time he discovered he could really fight. Um, and then of course he gets uh, the attention of I think his name is Cause Cause. So you get this guy's name, the uh, legendary boxing coach, um, and he trains him. But even now, I was like watching it and the way he was training, him, like you know, you don't don't rely on emotion. You like you're. you're you're ruthless, you're a killer in the ring. You, you know, you, you just you come in, you destroy. And I was like, I was thinking, like, okay, that's good for like a fighter, but for like a 13 year old Tyson, especially with, while he had been through it by that point, it's like, it probably is not the best advice for him because, like, as a person, you know, because um, he's not being taught how to deal with his emotions. Um, so that was going on. Then, of course, they had the Robin Gibbs episode and they explored that. Then, of course, the one that's probably the most, um, um, the most I was I guess uncomfortable but emotional but also and all but also like uh the roughest pepper chapter so far probably was uh the one with Desiree Washington where she the woman he was accused of and convicted of raping in the early nineties. Uh, I like how that story was told because they told it from her point of view. Um, they told it and they and they uh I felt that they did a good, did a good job of like not exploiting the uh the sexual assault for you know they, they didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't go into that uh sort of uh how, what's, what's the name of it uh i guess you call it trauma trauma porn or like that sort of like that uh like they you know they're trying to make it seem they, they didn't support that part of, of her story they, they kind of showed her outside of her own body describing what happened i thought that was really well done uh, and I think the last, last, the last one they ended on was um, him get, getting in jail or him getting out of jail, I think. So, what, what do you think about it? Uh, I like it. I'm surprised that I like it, but they really could have avoided even touching the present day stuff because he doesn't look nothing like him present day. And like, it just looks stupid. Like, he got this ball cap on, um, the ring, the makeup looked cheap. The tattoo looks cheap. The gold, like, it just looks stupid. It looks like a Halloween costume. <laughs> and I feel like it, it kind of takes you out of the moment. Like, because you're like, well, he looks nothing like Mike Tyson right here. And then when he gets to, like, Mike in his prime, that's when the magic happens. Mm -hmm. So I really think the uh, showrunners made a mistake of taking that moment to, like, like telling it from that perspective, like, this whole uh, present-day flashback type way i don't i think that was a mistake because you just you take me out the story too much by looking at him like present day mike and it doesn't work because um like the elephant in the room is the jamie fox biopic that i don't even know will still happen yeah i heard well i heard that uh jimmy may be out it's, uh, right yeah mike himself i don't know Right, so that's the elephant in the room because, like, no offense to Trevante Rose, but he's not Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx is, like, a Methods actor, Methods actor. And I know the budget for that is probably going to be bigger, too. 
So I'm thinking like he's gonna look like Mike Tyson. This doesn't look like Mike Tyson present day. So it, that's just the biggest problem for me. Like I like the flashback parts, but whenever they do the the on stage or whatever, like whenever you, I see him like bald or whatever, I just I like I I just want to tune out because this looks stupid. Uh, but that's just a slight critique, I think. Like it doesn't ruin the whole experience, but it just it sets it back from really going to another level. Because Mike Tyson, this isn't the first uh, Mike Tyson biopic at all. There was one from the 90s that uh, came on HBO, and it was pretty solid. Uh, oh, I know about that one. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. I remember more so for like the, the part with the him and the pigeons. Mm. Uh, the, like He had the pigeons pick his lips and uh, like protecting the birds and stuff. But I think the the really good thing about it, and I don't even know how, I, I, like, I still don't even know, I haven't read exactly what he doesn't like about this one. Um, but I did like the fact they showed his upbringing and how rough it was, because I had a, I mean, we all had ideas of how bad it was, but mm. they take it to another level, especially with the gore. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be that violent. That pigeon, yeah. Yeah, the pigeon, the and then the, yeah. the friend getting shot in the head. Mm-hmm. It's like 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 the whole Robin stage was kind of intense, so that was different as far as what I was expecting. But when, like I said, the magic happens when they do when they show him in his prime. Like that's when it all comes together. Like that's when he has the physique, he has the mannerisms, he has like he looks like Tyson, and that's that's the part I like. Uh, so that that's really when the show hits its stride to me. Yeah, um, for me, I mean, far as not look like looking like the older Tyson, it didn't it didn't quite take me out of it. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not he not it's not a dead ringer for him, but I wondered now if I do now if that's it, I think with the Jamie one, it could be the opposite problem where he he could embody the older Tyson, but could he embody twenty year old Tyson in the eighties? Because Jamie, you know, Jamie, you know, black don't crack, but Jamie, you know, Jamie up there, you know, it, you know, he, he's he's older, but he like he's gonna get the physique down. I'm sure they're gonna use makeup to help him look younger. Mm. Like he's he's such a, a skilled actor, especially when it comes to like method acting. Like mm. like I mean, the man really like became Ray Charles. So mm-hmm. whenever he takes a role seriously, he just goes all out. Like he even got that tattoo on the back of his head when he did the the Marine movie Jawhead. So he mm. just he that's how he gets with roles. So he he he'll be able they'll they'll be able to accomplish it somehow because mm. Jamie. To say that he is in his fifties, he doesn't look fifty. So mm. I'm pretty sure that that put some makeup on him. You know I mean the man already got his hairline fixed, so <laughs> uh, he might, you know, he might get a nose job for it. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as why Mike, the real Mike Tyson, prize isn't with this one's probably for the same reason that you know uh, any celebrity doesn't necessarily like an unauthorized biography because they are in control. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that probably is part of the main reason. Um, because I that and that's that's a question too, specifically when it comes to the, the Desiree Washington uh episode on on the Hulu series. How will they handle that in the um in the one with Jimmy Fox? Or will they handle it at all? You know, like, like well, you gotta you you gotta address. I mean, I mean, shoot, I mean, uh, in, in the in the and address D Barnes. Everybody know about that one. They skip right over her. 
Well, that's I think the reason that was skipped over because Dre had control of it. But that's my point. Uh, see, Mike is involved with this one, so. But I, but here's the thing about Mike Tyson's story: him going to jail is a very pivotal part. Like you can't, like more people knew him for like I think he became a a, a superstar because of the scandal more so than just boxing. Like there's a reason why he transcends boxing. And it's because of the scandal attached to it. Like with Dr. Dre, you could tell the story of Dr. Dre without telling the D. Barnes part, but you can't escape that with Mike Tyson. Yes, true. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, it's just infamous. Like the interview with Robin, you know, the, the him wearing the handcuffs over the jacket and waving them. Like it's just, the it's bite. a part of the brand. <laughs> the bite, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's the fall from grace because you know when he came out of jail. That's when people was like something's different, and then that's when he lost the fight in uh, Tokyo. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, it's 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 the, I think Mike Tyson's interesting because it's the classic uh, fall from grace and then redemption story. Oh, that's well, that's the question I, I talked about on my live stream the, on, the other night, and I was saying, well, how much how much redemption can you offer somebody who he's a, he misses certain faults, but you know. There's an incident that they they were alluded to in the, in the Mike show on Hulu, on Hulu with uh something that happened between him and Robert in Russia, you know they show it they show him like throwing a TV or whatever and them kind of getting into it but they don't necessarily talk about how bad it may actually have been like in terms of like any physical abuse. Uh, then of course with Desiree to this day he denies that you know he uh, assaulted her, and so how much how much how much redemption is possible when. The person that is seeking the redemption isn't necessarily taking the full accountability. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing no one likes to talk about. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. He's famous. Like famous beyond like famous. And famous people can get away with doing horrible shit because mm-hmm. they're famous. And that's it. Like, no matter how um I, I would use R. Kelly as an example. We all say, know se- R. Se- Kelly. Se- seven words. We all know like, we, can say. We, we all know. We all know this shit. Like this shit has mm. been. This shit went from being a joke that was openly laughed about for like decades, and then it finally got serious, and now he's in jail. But on TikTok, people are still like dancing to his music. So it's like, <laughs> or you got people who double down and tell you that they will tell you that hey, I like R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's like but, they might drop. You know, it's like, <laughs> like okay, yeah, full chess. <laughs> uh, it's Kobe Bryant. Like, how many people talk about Kobe Bryant's right rape case? Like, no one. Yeah, only people who mention that are people who like don't like him because of that. But uh, is that the is that the majority? Absolutely not. You know, we could go down the list. If a nigga's famous and he's like really well received, and they did some shitty shit, it's like I mean. I mean, Michael Jackson raped kids. Nobody mentions that shit. That's like, I mean, but did he really do it? Do you have proof? It's like he had he slept with kids in his fucking bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had amusement park for kids. Like it's just like people, people will people just there's gray areas for everything with people. And when you're famous enough, you can you're able to avoid that gray. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying, but with, with in terms of like even the people you just named, like R. Kelly, nigga still in denial. He ain't even. Like on his own behavior, you know, even I don't know sure what he he's even at in terms of like coming in terms of what he's done. 
Well, I guess what I'm saying with and then with Kobe, I think Kobe he kind of acknowledged that something wrong happened, but then he sort of spent the rest of his life sort of trying to you know work beyond that. So that to me, that's that those, those two different those two different very paths to take. And I guess Mike Tyson is somewhere in the middle as far as like, yeah, he's he, he's at the point now where he has he has like the, the uh, podcast where he talks about things and he's like sort of trying to make an effort to sort of you know. Uh, Move beyond his past. I know there was a recent incident with the guy on the airplane, but that guy had to come because he just was poking the bear, you know. But uh, and but uh, but in terms, but I guess what I'm saying in terms of that, in terms of Mike is like if you already go on that mile to sort of like to sort of uh, either either quote unquote reinvent yourself or to seek redemption, then I I'm, I guess my thing is like when you acknowledge the full extent of that. Because I do think there is, I think, I mean, there's always going to be people who look at him as, as an abuser and, and don't want anything to do with him. But if you truly believe in like a redemption story or or it's a, or people that people can change, then I think part of that change it means would mean acknowledging the wrong that was done. You know, because I know, because even watching the episode, like it, was, it happened in 92, but the reactions were like, was still, ha- still happening in 2022, like with, with uh, Farrakhan on there talking about women are deceitful and, and blaming her and Everybody's shaming her and and then um, saying, "Well, why she went up there? Why she did that? And why she did this? And you know, she bought that money." Which in her case, I, that, I don't necessarily true at all because I I looked. There's all all is there is that one interview, one interview with Barbara Walters, and she ain't been seen since. <laughs> there's there's not a book. There's not an article. There's not a documentary. There's not a movie. There is nothing. <laughs> And, and here's the thing about that Tyson shit, though. Just imagine all the shit that he's done that we don't know. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, that's, and that's like with any celebrity who has like dirt that comes out about them. Like, imagine the shit that they've done that you don't know. So they have to live with their guilt. So for him to try to process this shit, I get the shit that we we do know. Mm-hmm. You know that he probably hasn't actively all taken credit, like uh, apology for us and shit. But like, just imagine the shit that he's done that we don't know, which is probably like a laundry list. Because when these people are so, you gotta imagine, you, you gotta imagine too. This was before like social media and camera mm-hmm. phones. So imagine how much shitty shit these people were doing before. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. imagine the countless people who who they harmed that didn't didn't have the chance to speak up. You know, yeah. or you know, don't or still living with that secret probably. So it's. Mm-hmm. It's a slippery slope, man. I, I... Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I I think it also depends on how big of a fan you are, the person in question. Like, I'm, I'm not a big Tyson fan. I mean, the first my first exposure to him was the bite, <laughs> or, or besides Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's punch out, you know, because being you know playing video games. But so I, I'm not in the box, none of the sports. So to me, it's not that it's not a, that much to wrestle with, you know, as far as like what to do with him compared to someone compared to say like. Uh, a Michael Jackson, because I wasn't a big R. Kelly fan either. So it was like, you know. I mean, the good thing about that, that nigga did, you know. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he ain't like he, gotta, he ain't got yeah, a face no yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. with Mike, so now I mean, now he's just a, a celebrity. Like I don't, I don't really pay attention to that nigga. Every time I his name pop up, it's like him still showing he can box fast or mm. him. Um, I don't know. It's like he's just like a a relic to me, like a relic from the '90s that people don't let go. Because once you're famous, you're always famous. So that's just mm-hmm. how it goes. So now, famous people do some shit where 
they have to stay relevant. So they'll say some crazy shit or start a podcast or whatever. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure they, I guess though, well, they said I, I covered the bite with, uh, on one, one of the episodes. They got two episodes left. Um, so I guess they'll cover that. And then I guess the last one probably be like from that, then to the, like the present day, I'm guessing. So, yeah, I, I watched it. Uh, I watched it to the end. I watched, I think I'm not as far as you, but I've seen it like, like I said, like it's, it's a solid, retelling uh, i was telling you some things that you might have not known especially if you weren't a fan or like we weren't old enough like we knew who he was like mm. but by the time we like were really like old we he was kind of like falling off he, mm. like because his he got big when in like the late 80s that's when yeah. he became like a like a mm. real celebrity then like mm. the 90s then like the, the jail time and stuff the scandals and then like the bite happened in 97 if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So like we were like 10. So you know, so it's it's a lot of things to unpack with that uh special and stuff like that. I think that's why people like him too, because he's such a complicated figure. Yeah. And then people like train wrecks. So <laughs> I mean he's he's all that wrapped up in one. Well, yeah, it's, 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 I think this thing when I said when I said like damn wish he grew up in like a different environment you know or just like a, in a different home life because it's like there I could tell even the way that this way that Travante plays him is like it's like this deep on the one hand like, it's like this deep well of like sensitivity and like uh childlike uh quality to him uh this like almost like this naivete especially around Don King that nigga but um but then but then on the other hand is there's this you know other side this violent you know uh aggressive side to him so it's like that duality this probably makes him maybe fascinating yeah to some people yeah uh, i mean it's, it's to, to watch yes yeah, watch on the tv show yes now you know real life for sure you know if he was around that it's probably like nah that wasn't, that wasn't fascinating that was that was some craziness <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he's worked uh, this many fucking retellers, though. Like, I think it's a bit much to have this Hulu shit and then a fucking movie with Jamie Foxx. I'm like, hey, the nigga not that interesting for me. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, it, it probably was a thing where, like, they started around the same time and then one was authorized, one wasn't. And then it's just like um, like the Aretha biography. Like, you got the one with Jennifer Hudson that was authorized by oh, the yeah, state. Yeah. And then you got the one with Cynthia Revo that was like a docu-series, like, like a series. Right. Yeah, there's only so many people that's worth like three or four different fucking retailers. Like, I, I, that's a short list. So, yeah, yeah, and Tyson. When you own two of them, I think, yeah, two, two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I said, why do I need another one? Well, you know what? I, I, I guess we never got a proper one because the one with uh, Yaya and Angela Bassett, that was cool, but then it turned into like the Bobby Brown story, and I mm-hmm. stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, and, and this one is, is proved by the states who actually get the music. Well, well, we'll get, we'll get the music about it being covered by somebody else. It had, I think, Deborah Carter did, did it in the, in the uh, Angela Bassett one. So, um, so yeah, but yeah. So that, uh, yes, yeah, overall, it's a it's a interesting series. You know, I think it's pretty well done overall. So, oh, so I guess 
Speaking of complicated black man, you wanted to talk about uh, Jay Z. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, so recently, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, recently, all the straight boys have been raving about the God Did verse by Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I've understood you. I'm, you know, I'm half joking, but I mean, I, it's something that I noticed on my timeline. People were, it was like, oh, you know, everybody was talking about it. It's like this four minute verse where, go, where basically he goes over his life and his his come up basically from you know. Uh, Marcy to the boardroom and being and being a billionaire and so on and so forth. Uh, he did this Twitter Spaces talk with um, Mark Rob Markman from uh, Genius, and this is a yeah, this is we we probably asked, I guess at this point. Um, and he basically was saying that uh, now we uh, read some of the quotes. Say we're not going to stop. Hip hop is young; it's still growing. We're not following it for that technology the public puts out there. He said before it was the American dream, put yourself by your bootstraps. You can make it in America. And he said he says that you know we all we all believe that and it was a lie. And he says, uh, all these lies America told us our whole life, and then we start getting it, they try to lock us out of it. They start inventing words like capitalists. We've been called niggas and monkeys and shit. And then he says, um, we're not gonna feel ashamed to be successful and since now it's to be dead by 21. Um, now it's like, you know, eat the rich, man, and we're not stopping. So <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> um, my reaction, I mean, I was with him at first when he said that we've been sold a lot. We've been sold a lot about the bootstrap stuff, because that is, you know, a lie <laughs> about putting yourself up by bootstraps and being a meritocracy, because obviously, you know, miracle. Uh, but then he went to like, you know, the uh, infinity words like capitalists and eat the rich. It's like, mm, no. Uh, because <laughs> people, I mean, capitalism has been like a system to, since at least. I'd say at least 1700s, <laughs> maybe the 1600s, and so you know it's been around, and so and and critiques, and critiques of it have been around since 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 its inception, including you know the guy who took his uh, name for, for the record label Rockefeller, John D. Rockefeller. He he got his business busted up because of antitrust laws, you know. So it's just like to me, it was like remember when Cube went on Rolling Martin about that about that black contract contract with Black America. And Roland was like, oh, uh, and Roland was like, well, actually, so and so's been talking about this for years, and this happened, this happened, and he was like, um, that was, it was like that moment with Jay Z, kind of, where it's like, oh, it, 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 it was like, it was this moment where like he was like, oh, okay, you uh, you've been rich a long, long time because you way out of touch. That's what that's what that's what guys for me because Jay Z always been about you know money but it's like inventing capitalism like inventing and, i mean here's here's the thing and and i this might be a while okay so i'm a huge fan of jay-z like i never forget i was talking to this girl she asked me who was my favorite rapper and before i could even finish she said is it jay-z and i could just laugh and she was like yeah because he he's y'all niggas father and i was <laughs> laughing because to a generation he kind of is like just like the nigga you always heard or listened to or whatever. So uh, I wasn't impressed with the verse. I don't even remember a line. I don't even remember much of it. I found it boring. Uh, I think most of his recent verses have been boring. Like it's kind of like like his tone, his monotonous. Like he sounds like he don't even want to be there. It's just like I don't. He's doing it because one, he got paid, and two, you know why not? Oh yeah, I am a rapper, so let me rap. That's what it feels like. Mm. So I didn't give a fuck about the verse. So then I heard about this uh, space is secondhand. And when I listened to it, I wasn't surprised by it because here's the thing. This man is 50 plus years old. 
like all of them that are rich think like that. So that's not it's not surprising that someone who grew up poor and became rich and now is like a billionaire would say something like that. Because that's typically the rhetoric, like, um, yeah, I'm rich. So what the fuck? Like, okay, like this ain't this what y'all wanted? Like, ain't this what we ain't this why we do the shit we do to be rich? So I mean, it's not it's, it's not shocking that a nigga that's 50 who grew up in the hood would say some shit like that. And I think the disconnect is it's easy to it's easy to punch Jay-Z in the face with he say shit like that. But I think the bigger problem is capitalism itself. Mm. And I think it's easy to, to jump on a rapper than it is to jump on the oil tycoon or the, you know, the niggas behind Exxon. You know, the real billionaires that nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, who knows by name versus the rapper who became a billionaire. It took a long fucking time to become a billionaire, you know? So it's, it's, it's to me, it's much ado about nothing because the nigga is just, he's just a celebrity. He's just a celebrity with a lot of money and he says some dumb shit and most celebrities say dumb shit. <laughs> and like when that white lady told LeBron to shit up and dribble, like, she really wasn't wrong because it's like, nigga, stick to what you're good at. Well, she was, super, she was hypocritical. I, know I mean, she was about, yeah. She was she was racist when she said it, but mm-hmm. when I say it, it's like, nigga, stick to the shit that you're good at. I don't want to hear your views on anything other than basketball. Like, and Jay Z is like, I don't want to hear shit you got to say other than rapping. And maybe I guess you know um, some cool anecdotes, but <laughs> I don't want to hear the nigga on a platform talking about his opinion because it's like he's old and most rappers have bad opinions that's why they have the worst podcast like rappers <laughs> don't have shit to say have you ever thought about what a rapper says sometimes like it's it's stupid shit because they don't read like the only nigga that probably did read died and he i don't even think he finished those books he was in prison he had shit else to do so of course he read i'm talking about tupac oh, okay all right <laughs> um so they, they don't read. I, I, I think I think, I think uh, 3000 would read. I don't think that nigga read. I think that nigga like gets a book and reads a chapter and then he talks about it with somebody and then he's like, hmm. And he goes and plays the flute. Oh, uh, do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think these niggas read. I think they read the Bible, but I don't think they read like anything substantial. And, then, and it's just, I just don't take the opinions of rappers seriously. I think the only rapper I ever like listening to talk and interviews and shit with Tupac and that was to me his interviews were better than his music but I mean I don't take the shit Jay-Z says it didn't make me mad it's expected like he's always talked about money his music and that's just him and I think there's a disconnect between see here's why I don't like not it's, okay yeah you can punch it down on Jay-Z because he deserves it because he's rich and he says stupid shit but for the niggas who like take that shit and like kind of like I guess run with it I don't really feel bad I, no I feel bad for them but I don't necessarily want to punch down on them because like I don't I think a lot of people who like to kick those people down don't really know what it's like to be like really poor because like when you come from poverty you have nothing and you see somebody like a Jay-Z and he's like telling you this shit and all this I mean what else you gonna cling to so like you you take that shit and you try to become like your own Jay Z and it's it doesn't work because that's not supposed to work. 
<laughs> you know, it's a, it, it can get you through a shift at work, but it's not gonna make you a millionaire because that shit's not real. <laughs> well, I think two things. I think with, with I think the problem I think with Jay Z and I would say, I would put Diddy in this uh, argument too is that they make use of like black radical figures. The aesthetic, you know, the black fist with the beret and the and the little jacket. They 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 use that imagery either in the music or in the rhymes, like like Jay Z's comparison to like Fred Hampton. Uh, I think a couple couple of verses, or he's he brought his name up a couple of times. And the thing is, is like you're using the imagery and you're using the figures, but you not your politics or whatever or your personal viewpoint is like the exact opposite. Like Fred Hampton was like a, but, a staunch like anti-capitalist. But what's the you know? what's the difference between that and his wife though? Like I mean, he's yeah, yeah, he's yeah. been he's been more vocal about it. He's he's used those figures more brazingly. Mm-hmm. But what's the difference between her like saying shit like um uh I mean just I mean just like the Black Panther shit during the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. like shit like that. Like I mean, I mean that, Beyonce's that, not yeah. Beyonce's that's not fair. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, true. And, and she shares his same politics. She's yeah. just not as loud about it. Well, yeah. she used to not be, but then she started jumping on tracks about what's better than one billion now. Two. I mean, they, I mean, she and then she lived with this nigga like they, yeah. they are both greedy capitalists. Like that's that's it. That's the logic. And most people who most niggas who get money become greedy capitalists mm-hmm. because getting money is good. Like mm-hmm. the thing I, I just want to point out is niggas say eat the rich, but are they like are they saying that because they're not rich? Or are they saying that because it's wrong? Mm-hmm. Like it's easy to say eat the rich when you don't have shit, mm-hmm. but when you do have shit. Oh, you're gonna say that mm-hmm. shit then. Mm-hmm. So hmm, I don't know. It's it's an interesting argument. I mean, it's an interesting conversation. And I like I said, I'm not taking JC's side at all. The nigga's dumb. <laughs> and he said dumb shit. But I think he is not the person I wanna like attack outright for like capitalism. You know, he's just a byproduct of capitalism. Mm-hmm. He's a nigga that lucked up and mm-hmm. won. But like, like I said, the niggas who like the, the niggas who like ruined the earth. <laughs> the, 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 like the white niggas at the oil company, them the niggas I want to like see like eaten alive and like or, or burned the, yeah, at the stake. Or the dick rockets. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the celebrities, I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, and, and that's not even to take shot to his wife. I think she's a good woman. Uh, at the end of but the no, day, but no, she, 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 she is as someone put on YouTube. She's a she's she's our anti-capitalist billionaire queen. <laughs> 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 you know, and I, you know, I love Beyonce. Renaissance has been, still been on repeat, and, and, and it's, uh, I think maybe because she, her stuff, maybe well, I can't speak to that because I mean, Jay Z stuff probably does provide inspiration in its own way, but I think because her, she's a woman, yeah, I mean, because yeah, she's a woman, I think she's, yeah, I think she's, I think she's, she's a bit more co- covert about her, uh, her uh, capitalist ambitions than he's been, and, and it's, it's because she's a black woman, and black women aren't typically in positions like mm. that. Like how how many black women we compare to Michael Jackson? She's the only one. Mm. You know, mm. like Jay-Z is like, there's a lot of niggas you've seen be men, there's a lot of black men you've seen be billionaires or brag about having money, but you don't see many black women in that space. So that's why it's hard to critique her as hard as Jay-Z. And then she's very quiet. She's mm-hmm. very approachable. Well, not approachable. I don't, I've never met that close, but she's very quote unquote humble. 
Yeah. Like she's not, she's not like <laughs> she's quote, quote unquote humble. Jay Z's not. Jay Z's brash. She's Machiavellian kind of, you know. Um he and then he's he's just it's this it's easier to hate the man than it is the woman. And it's and it's it's rightfully so, because like I said, he's he's been, he's made himself an easy target because he he wants to talk. He wants mm. to it's the raps, you know what I'm saying? Like Beyonce. Even when you do criticize her, you kind of feel a little bad because you're like, it's Beyonce. <laughs> but uh, she's just as guilty as the shit as he does, but she's not as loud as him. That's the mm. problem with him. He's loud, very loud, and very wrong. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with celebrities speaking on things because, I mean, you're a citizen of you know, America or, or even a citizen, just you're a person in general. So if you feel the, if you feel the need to speak on something, then you can't. And I just mean everybody going to agree with you. But you know, right. I, I you know, if you want to speak up and about something, then then fine. But at least be uh, a bit knowledgeable about it. Like, don't say you like at least, at least don't at least don't say like you invented cap, invented terms like capitalism and, and compare it to being called a nigga. Like, come on, it's it's, it's the victimhood that he's doing that's yeah. wrong. Yeah, like like yeah, like, like them chairs from do my thing. Like like yeah. like it's, you know like it's like mm, yeah, you're not really you know. Not the persecuted is in this situation. Right. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's pretty, plenty of rich white people that hate the fact that you you sit at, sit at their table. But I mean, that ain't the same as you know the average. You being a billionaire don't don't trickle down to us. No, it doesn't. And then not like, like, like Giddy or Rihanna times, or the rest of them, you know. Right. Like as many times as the meme pops up about dinner with Jay Z, like nigga, you better take that money. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like take the money. It is just. Uh, it's the victimhood that he's trying to attach to it that that's really upsetting the most. Cause like the shit he said is typical Jay Z, but when he's like, you know, they're saying they're calling me a capitalist because like they're like basically saying bitches hating on me, you know, or like saying it's like racist, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like no, nigga, it's like you, that's what you are, yeah. and it's okay. Hypercapitalist, right? Yeah, you have a lot of money, and your wife is a hypercapitalist. Like mm-hmm. most celebrities are hypercapitalist. Cause they never stop getting money, mm-hmm. or they never keep doing. Cause it, it gets to a point of like, well, damn, how much money you, how much money do you need? That's that thing. It's like, yeah, it's just like, I mean, cause, cause people say that. So that's the, that's the, the trick. Is just like people say, oh, well, like, um, I think he, I think part of him does believe that him being a billionaire somehow would like make things better overall. But it's like that money's not going anywhere except like it's it's gonna circulate. Cause you're gonna you're gonna hoard most of it. And then the money that you do spend is going to go back into whatever uh, businesses that you got going on. So it's going to circulate in this tiny little circle of people. And then when you pass, you to quote, you know, uh, Beyonce, the, the great grandchildren are going to be rich. So, I mean, they don't affect me. <laughs> right. My, and, and, I think <laughs> and I think all rich people are like that, but it's worse when you're like him and you're from the hood and you're from, uh, where he's from versus and also competitive because it gets to a point where you're like, damn, I ain't going hard enough. Or like I can lose this any second. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I gotta go harder. Yeah. Well, it just feeds into that thing of like when people say things like, uh, you and Beyonce have the same 24 hours. Like, no, we do not. We do not. <laughs> <laughs> if if tomorrow I decide to go up and decide I want to do the do a music video, I have to pay for I have to pay the director. I have to buy, buy the outfits or get them made. I have to figure out who's going to do the makeup. It would probably be me. The nails would be somebody else, probably be me. Who's going to edit it? Who's going to, uh, where, where are we going to shoot it? 
with time. That means taking time off work. You know, Beyonce gets on the side. She wants to shoot the video. But get the assistant on the phone. Assistant calls the director or a pick of directors. She gets the dancers lined up. She gets the choreographer lined up. She gets the costumes lined up. It's like about noon or by six, you probably have a good, uh, a nice concept going and probably like a rough draft of what's going to happen. If not already shooting. So, no, we right. have to stay 24 hours. <laughs> no, you don't. And, um, I just, I just, I, I just find the conversation very interesting sometimes. Like he's very easy to kick down, and I think he should be kicked down because I mean the nigga, what we say doesn't affect him. You like, mm-hmm. like all the critique on Twitter by like that side. That's like, that's not gonna stop niggas from buying into like the, the Jay Z um rhetoric. You know, like the the dinner with Jay Z or the, you know, S Hove or, you know, that's that's cloth talk or whatever the fuck they can say. What what talk? <laughs> Cloth, cloth talk. What's that? I, 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 I just went niggas like saying some shit you need to be listening to. I don't, <laughs> cloth talk? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, cloth, like C L O T H talk. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> cloth talk, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I mean, but it's, it's, a, it's such an interesting subject sometimes to talk about because it's like everybody. Everybody's right, but it's all. But also, everybody's like, it's lacking nuance. Cause like, when he says shit like that, I'm I'm not surprised. Like that that nigga's fifty something. Like all the niggas that age believe like you're supposed to be like, uh, you're supposed to reach for the stars, and you know when you get to a point, you know you're you're able to like give back or whatever the fuck. Like, like one of his favorite lines is, um. I got rich to give back to me, so that's the win-win. You know, like I can't mm. help the poor if I'm one of them. Mm. You know, and that's how they feel. Like, yeah. I, that, well, I, well, I think what happens is that, like, you know, basically him, like him, and like rappers and Diddy or even like a Cube or whoever else, all these rappers, like that came up like in the '80s, '90s. They, 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 they haven't changed. It's, it's just the culture's changed around them. Like they, you know. Jay-Z been the same since, since Reason of Doubt as far as like his ambition and, and the goal. The goal was to get rich. So that hasn't changed. It's just that now, I guess you got like a generation or two generations, I guess, us and you know, Gen Z, especially particularly with Gen Z, who have grown up or in our generation being sold the uh being it being drilled in us, go to school, go to school, get a job, go to school, go to school, get a job. That equals middle class existence, and now we have found that it's not the case. And so now you, you got you got us, and you got the Gen Z uh, below us that have watched us. So go down that road, and I'm like, Mm-mm. and so now it's like he's like he's looking back at these all these people behind him, being like, that ain't it. When we when whereas when he was coming up, we were all teenagers looking at all the videos, you know, and, and all the cribs episodes, and all the fabulous life of episodes. You know, we were all everybody was all about all about it, that aesthetic of balling and coming up. But now we see all that, that was all BS. And so now it's like, he's, and I, it's probably a bit of a catch up with him. Like, wait, wait, what? I thought you, I thought you liked that. I was, you know, uh, <laughs> ascending to these heights. Like, like, mm, not no more. <laughs> right. And it's, it's, and it's still like twofold. Cause like a lot of people are full of shit when they say it, because like, they still worship his wife, but they bemoan him. Because like I said, he's the, he makes it easy to not like him because he he says this shit out loud. Mm. But she is the same way, but just quiet. And she's and she's nicer. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a contradiction to be like, "Oh, I hate Jay Z. He's so fake. He's a capitalist. You know, let's eat the rich." But then when his wife shows up, "Oh my God, Beyonce, please, thank you, praise you, Lord have mercy." <laughs> 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 yes, I mean, girl. Like, yeah, it's like with Rihanna, with Rihanna too. You know, people. You know, yeah, she's a big yeah. yeah, she's a billionaire as well. Like when mm. she got when ASAP Rocket got pregnant, they like Lord. Like, what's ASAP Rocket? What what did he say? Like, like what I see what you done for him. You know, what what can you do for me? You know, yeah. shit like that. It's like <laughs> so you want to it's basically the reverse of Dave Chappelle getting Oprah pregnant, you know. That's like the body day version of that shit. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's it's like I said, it's an interesting conversation. Everybody's a villain to somebody in somebody's life, you know. So Jay-Z is currently the villain. Of uh, black capitalism, mm-hmm. and then, I mean, he he did it to himself. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> or, at least, or, or at least no, 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 no space you occupy, occupy, and maybe I don't know. Say better shit than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, please say better shit than that. You know, I mean, and niggas will forget about this. Oh. All it takes is like one more single or an album or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And nobody will really go back to this because he he's already carved out as, as um the hyper black capitalist man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it's been that way for a little while. But uh, yeah, and don't and stop saying these niggas' names in these songs too because that's not helping. <laughs> oh, like the Fred Hamptons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was born the same day Fred Hampton died. Real niggas, we multiply. You know, uh, don't mm-hmm. don't do that. Because Fred was not with that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's from yeah, that's the thing. Like the, the aesthetics are there, but then like the 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 practice is not being put into practice. So, oh, but he but he thinks he has though. Like, like but that's, that generation. Yeah, that's the thing. Is getting like rich, getting rich is radicalism to them. Mm-hmm. Like like this is some shit that we do, and, and it kind of is a little bit. Like like don't get it twisted. Like I do think that black people achieve a certain stat- statuses is. Like, um, very. What's the word I'm looking for? It is rewarding, and it is sometimes special. Cause like even with the Emmys, you know, it, like all the shit, you know, niggas getting money. Like we always like be like, yeah, get money, get money, my nigga, but not too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I guess it's it's it, it, you can kind of admire it like a defiant way because you know, yeah, it's not it's, the system itself isn't built for anybody. You're rich, alone, black folks, so. You can you look at it as like a. I think people kind of admire like the defiance and like that the the uh, you you the, the idea that oh you you managed to master the squid game that the rest of us maybe had. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think I think it's a I think it's, that's probably what you mean when you say that. Oh, I think it's a, a high ticket. But so it's like it's a bit like okay, all right, you got it. But like yeah, they don't do nothing for me. But okay, good for you. You know, it's a, I think that's what it is maybe. Right, and that's 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 the feeling, you know, like when a nigga. Because I remember when um, I remember like maybe less than ten years ago, Dr. Dre became a billionaire, and yeah, people and Ty- were getting like excited about it, like Tyrese like, was on the acting a fool on uh, IG yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I remember my ex was like share something. I'm like, nigga, what they got to do with me? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was already rich. What the fuck am I celebrating for? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I don't know. People like that shit though. That, that's like a lot of niggas feel good. Because we, cause, cause we all been in, in, indoctrinated with this. Like I said, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, Cribs, Callum's rap videos, uh, you know, just the idea of Dynasty. Even go back, never just rap, but like, you know, the Dynasty or Dallas, like all those shows in the 80s that show like people living large and, and la- these lavish lifestyles, just even just celebrity coaching generals, all just designed and make you people want that. And to, and to look and right. to look at and to look at people who have that as as being inherently smarter or better than than the rest of us, right? Or the or deserving worship and praise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made that much money. Think when people say when you criticize either Con, even Kanye, you criticize Kanye. Well, she he worth a billion dollars. You ain't got that. He know, but you know, he know, you know more than you do. They think they know that. Yeah, yeah. He, he know, he, he know how to do. He know how to do the things that, that, that made him that. But I mean, he know anything else as we as we have seen. She was right. Yeah, it's all about like, well, about if you're so smart, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? That's that's mm-hmm. like a lot of niggas mm-hmm. argue with. But yeah, it's like niggas, like, <laughs> like what? Because <laughs> people, because people, I think people look at themselves like one paycheck or one idea away from idea away from like joining the millionaires club, and so people right. who and so people so being poor or or not just being super rich or 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 like or at least. Uh, halfway there, it seems it seems like a, a intellectual or even like a moral failure, right? So it's it's a slippery slope, mm-hmm. very slippery slope. Even though Jay Z is wrong, mm-hmm. I, like that that's that's the bottom line. He is wrong for what he said, but I don't I just I just don't think that to me that nigga's not uh, he's not as spooky as some niggas have made him out to be. <laughs> uh, uh, a bit fraudulent, but I wouldn't say spooky. Yeah, I only, I only have a, a, a issue with the fact that 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 whole hustle, grind, 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 grind culture is 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 is, is wrapped up in the in the in the imagery of like quote unquote black excellence, and then that's where you get the stuff like like about you know you and Beyonce, you and Beyonce have the same two hundred four hours or like you know mm-hmm. uh, take take the not the money. Or like you know, somehow these these niggas being super rich is is, is uh, equal to the rest of us being free. Like no, no, no. Right. <laughs> so yeah, man, Jay Z bad, Beyonce good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get money, but not a, not a lot. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> How much the nigga want is what I'm saying. Uh, you know, but you know. Him and yeah, dude, get, yeah, both of them. Because I'm like, yes. when I saw some of the, I saw some of the prices for that Beyonce shit. I'm like, God damn, how much money do you need? I ain't buying it. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I just, I, I don't buy, I don't buy memorabilia in general. I just, I just don't, I don't, I, I never was like a merch guy. So but yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't, yeah. Mm-mm. I do all that. Kanye too. You selling these clothes? Are you trying to change the world? Ugly yeah, Like yeah, yeah. when like, I saw that thing about it, it's like a rich nigga protest. That's what, as soon as I saw, like I just. <laughs> It's the same thing every time with Kanye. I'm a, I'm a quick thing with Kanye to be going to. I guess what we're going to talk about. But it's like it's Adidas, then it's like Louis Vuitton. It's like all these fat. You go to all these people's, all these white people's tables at, at, at begging for scraps, and then when they don't, even, <laughs> then we don't give you even a scrap of a scrap. You come to us being like, "Boy, got these niggas. I can't afford this shit. No way. I'm a boy, got them." <laughs> Like he, he's like, boy, cut that. Yeah, do this for me. Do this for me. Like it's it, only it's only when it affects you. You gonna be on some black power mess. It's like with the stuff with Kim. He was all about Kim. Now that this was happening, now now the divorce has happened, and now you want to fall back on. Oh, she denied me to see my black children. Like, 
Nigga, you don't care. You don't care about the hours, what the hours man goes through as far as like child support issues or like dealing with baby mamas or dealing with any of that stuff. You just care because it's happened to you. Now you want to jump on your back on some civil rights mess to get behind your mess. Like, mm, no, you go over there, you do what you do. Right. Because it ain't no five and I'm tired. <laughs> go over there and have them, them have them rich nigga problems over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I can't relate. Yeah, and, and that's that's very fair to call him out on that shit. I don't like this shit. Michael Michael Jackson did the same shit. Like, mm, was like nigga, white nigga. devil time told. I was like, nigga, no. But now it was like, you know, at, at the time, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> showing up with the fucking uh, nation of Islam and shit. Like, man, Michael, I said, like, like, oh, we black now. Okay, I mean, not that he wasn't. You know, I mean, he appreciated black musical traditions, but like in terms of really being like. With nation uh, Islam, like, yeah. yeah, being militant, Mike. Oh, okay. Now it's like they don't care about us. Before it was right. like, you know, yeah, black <laughs> or white. Yeah, hey, how you gonna make a song called Black or White? And then when shit don't go your way, you like, yes, my people. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you know. Black or White. I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? <laughs> like, I, I take it to mean just, just, I take it mean interracial love, or whatever. I, I don't Man, know. Man, I don't <laughs> like that shit. That shit was like, also, that was also like, uh. I don't see color type shit to me. That's how I took. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember because because it was I, I passed something when I was like probably eight or nine. I don't remember. It was long. <laughs> so I, I would I would think about it. Yeah, yeah. Long yeah. time ago. I just, I just wasn't, I wasn't fucking with it, man. I was like, man, this thing. Every time I see this nigga, he like people say he had vitiligo, but it's like. Then why why his feet change? Why his nose get smaller? Why his chin yeah, get a clip? I, I I think he had vitiligo, but I, but I think he I think he, vitiligo turned into let me just. The rest of it. Just <laughs> let me just that. get rid of all. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me let me just bleach the rest of it to like <laughs> to, to like match, I guess. Oh, as far as Big Lyle goes, but then yeah, the nose job and the, and the jaw and the cheek. Yeah, that yes, that was yeah, that was it was some other stuff going on with that. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. he got re- he got real black in one with that with uh Tommy <laughs> and, and all that stuff happening. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so it's like I don't like that. With that's something I don't like with that. It was like don't. Don't come to us on, on trying to make us seem like seem like rallying behind your personal problems is equal to rallying behind some civil rights issue because it's not. Mm-hmm. Dave, do it too. Yeah, mm. but that tell me about that thing in Ohio with the property, whatever, yeah. with the land. That's it. Yeah, yeah, well, about, black you, man. yeah, about, about, about all of the land for that everybody else can't use for public good. Just then come around saying it's something else going on. Like, mm, no, say whatever show trans obsession. Yeah, this it's 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 really weird out here, man. But we have gone over our time. I think we touched on everything we wanted to touch on. Uh, yeah. uh, any any final words or anything you want to throw out there? Anything you watching? Or uh, I recently listen? watched uh, "Honk for Jesus." Uh, oh, save yeah. your soul. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. how did you uh, did you like it? Overall, I liked it. I, I, it. It dragged a little bit in parts. It, it was it, it, it slowed down a little bit too much. But it, this is a good like satire slash comedy, a bit of drama. Uh, Sterling K and uh, Regina Hall, they play with it really well off each other. So they look like they're having fun. So that's that's mm-hmm. good to see. Yeah, they have the. Have you watched it yet? I didn't want. It. No, I haven't seen okay, it, but okay. I know it's on Peacock. I like. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I I thought I would have to go to theaters to see it, but I saw it on Peacock. I was like, oh shit, I could watch it. So I should watch it. Yeah, I think I think overall it's, it's good. It could be. I think it could have been a series more than even you know. If, if it they probably should have been. So. 
Mm. Probably should have been. Uh, what have I watched lately? Uh, I really just haven't watched much. I watched the Mike Tyson. Like I've been watching. I watched some of that. But yeah, I haven't watched anything else. Uh, I know the Game of Thrones people are excited because of that, but I haven't seen that neither. Uh, yeah, I've just been listening to stuff. Uh, Sudan Archives has a nice project. And I, I also like uh, Ari, Ari Lennox's uh, latest album. Yes, speaking of millennial titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, age, sex, location. Mm. So yeah, I like it. Um, it's, it's real chill, real smooth. Make you want to pour a little drink and sit back and uh relax so yeah that's exciting and uh oh and the trailer for a little mermaid i haven't seen the whole I've trailer seen, i have and it made me surprisingly emotional <laughs> I, I i really i really wish i could feel that with y'all but i felt nothing and there's no offense <laughs> it, didn't, it just didn't move me but i'm glad y'all feeling it so I, I was, I mean, I was surprised too. I mean, I, I, cause I haven't watched any of the live, live action remakes. I didn't watch Lion King. I didn't watch, uh, I think it's the only one they had was Lion King, I think it was live action. Uh, but this oh, one, Aladdin, oh, okay, on. Aladdin, okay, Aladdin, okay, okay, yeah, I didn't watch any of them. Uh, and so this one, I don't know, like the music started, like everybody's going, it's going through the sea, and then, you know, the voice came out, I was like, oh my God, it's just like, it's like 1991 all over again. I don't know. So it was a bit of nostalgia, <laughs> it was a bit of nostalgia and like pride. Mm. Mm. It's um, it's a, her, her voice has a really um pure quality to it, Hallie. So they, it, it, I believed her, which is a, it's something for a thirty-something man to say <laughs> about 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 a children's movie. Uh, but yes, and proud of the nostalgia too. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so uh that's that's it. That's most of the. That's all I got, y'all. That's uh the episode. Is, we hope y'all like it. I think you "Got the Straight Boys Going Crazy" should be the title because that was <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh, but uh, I'm Uptown Bobby, Robert Brown, whatever you want to call me, and and that's all I got. I'm Kate Clark, and uh, that's pretty much all I got too. I guess we got, I got a title now too, so I wasn't sure about what, what to call this episode. So, <laughs> oh, when you said it, that just stuck out. I was like, oh yeah, that's gold right there. That's- <laughs> It kind of reminded me of Jeezy. That, uh, got the whole trap going crazy. <laughs> but uh, nigga so yeah, yeah. Wait, well, I mean, he married now, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he old man. I, I like when rappers fade away. Like Fifty Cent. See, Fifty, <laughs> 50 is a blood sucking capitalist, but he just he quiet. He just makes his sure, little show. He, he ain't quiet. He he, he, he uh, well, he, he trash everybody online. Just you know. Right. I mean, oh, he, yeah, I you're guess, right. Quiet is the Yeah, I guess in business he kind of quiet, but yeah, otherwise, no, he he become he came for look him and we came for us. Uh, somebody had children. I was like, no, I don't do that. This nigga, <laughs> this, this nigga, oh, this, yeah. this nigga, this nigga Minaj chair, Jordan. <laughs> but yeah, he makes he makes his little show and mm-hmm. he don't make no music, which is good. He, you know, had the problematic tweet, but for for most part, he's not apologizing or trying to make capitalism into like a slur. So kudos to him. Yeah. Uh and that's the episode. So we hope y'all like it. If you listen to the whole thing, thank you. We owe you money. We're a <laughs> Patreon for you. But nah, we, we just play. But we thank y'all for doing this. We do, we do this because we like it. And, I mean, it's really regular conversations we have, but we just share it with y'all. So thank y'all for listening. Uh, keep your eyes open and your eyebrows raised. And this is the side out. And we out.